On this episode of Locked on Lightning, we're breaking down that very dramatic win in the shootout against the New York Rangers. We talk about that. Braden Point plays the hero once again. We talk about that as well. No surprise here. But first, let's play that music. You're Locked on Lightning, your daily podcast on the Tampa Bay Lightning. Part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome to another episode of Locked On Lightning, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. I'm your host, Adam Danker. I want to thank all of you for making us your first listen of the day. If you haven't already, please go ahead and like and subscribe to the podcast. Give us a follow on our YouTube page. Drop a comment below this video. Hit the notification button and give us a thumbs up. Let us know how you feel right now as you're watching this about the, I guess... You know, a win is a win. I'm not going to complain about how it was done. The Lightning have been playing very well throughout the course of December. We've, you know, we had a little bit of a rough patch there against back-to-back losses last week. But at the end of the day, like I said, a win is a win. I'm not going to get too crazy about it. But really... A very blasé game. A very... I, I think I was talking to a listener uh, during during the uh, the game, and I... The word that comes to mind, and the word that I kept saying when I was talking to a few listeners, actually, was that I was very underwhelmed by the Lightning's play through the first two periods. Now, they played well in the third. Uh, we had this advantage at gold there, though, but... You know what? It is what it is. Lightning play are are they? The Lightning are one of those teams that, as the the game goes on, their play gets better and better. And you know we saw it, yeah, in little increments here, but it, it just felt like a game that, and maybe some of you felt this way too. I just felt like the puck was just ping ponging its way throughout the entire game. I, I just felt like there wasn't one team didn't exactly have a full grasp on the game. I didn't think, and and that's somehow that's sometimes if that's the case, and we've seen that from time to time, if that's the case, you know, that actually helps the lightning or that will help a team because let's face it. The lightning weren't exactly at the top of their game tonight. Let's, let's be honest. Um, Basileski, uh, you know, played well tonight. I thought really what he did well was that he went back to what we saw and he made 45 saves tonight. And he did a good job of, of, of waiting out the storm in increments. But I felt like there wasn't really any, like I said, there was, there was little increments, little sequences here and there where the Rangers looked like they kind of, we're going to start getting stuff going, but there was never a moment throughout the game where I felt like this was going to be a situation in which the lightning were going to be forced into a bad, and excuse me there, as my AC goes off because it's a billion degrees in my in my apartment. But getting back uh, to my point, 
even though Vasilevsky was under heavy pressure throughout this game, you know, 45 shots, uh, 45 saves, excuse me, 45 to 46, uh, there's nothing to look at and, and, you know, really brush to the side. I still feel like there wasn't a moment where or a sequence where I thought that the lightning were on their back heels. And that kind of goes back to my point about just really not having a team. You know, the lightning weren't exactly good at puck possession tonight, but where they saved themselves was they did very well in the faceoff circle. They just utterly dominated the Rangers, uh, winning 62% of their faceoffs as opposed to the Rangers 38. Um, Lightning didn't really exactly have a lot of uh, opportunities to get themselves going. They did get off 40 shots, which is great. I mean, but I, I felt like, and on the other side of that as well, you know, the point I just made about Vasilevsky and how I felt like he wasn't exactly on ice skates, I kind of felt like the same thing too as with Shesterkin, with the Rangers side of things. So, it was very much a game where I felt like these two teams, it, it wasn't so much I think that they weren't so much not playing well. I just think that both teams were struggling to get really any momentum underneath themselves. And that's why we came to the conclusion that we did in the shootout. Uh, the Rangers did have a big opportunity in overtime uh, picking up um, a power play, which Victor Hedman kind of lost his cool about that, which, you know, looking at it in real time, and that's how I kind of measure uh, penalties and calls and all that stuff, uh, because that's obviously when it's called, unless it's, you know, a reviewable play, which in this instance it's not. I, I think that that call uh, that was made on the penalty that resulted in the Rangers obviously getting extra extra man on the ice, uh, which was tripping, I think it was borderline. I think that was a call, and, and let's face it, the refs were bad tonight. There was There were some calls that really should have gotten the lightning way. I'm not one, if you've listened to the show before or watched the show, I'm not the one who's going to sit here and really moan and, and cry about missed calls here and there. Unless, you know, obviously it's a playoff game and, you know, the situation's different and it costs the Lightning a series or whatever. And, and you know, but the and it's no new circumstance where the Lightning are barely getting any penalties. I mean, the other night they got one. Tonight they got one. So... Listen, the the refs let them play out there. Um, you know, it, it's just nothing new for the Tampa Bay Lightning. They they have such a hard time drawing penalties. Um and 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 the fact that it's on home ice, you kind of would have figured that the Lightning, I mean the 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 officials would have swallowed their 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 whistles in that situation in overtime in a game against two good teams. Uh, you know, I, I say going to this game, I thought the Lightning uh, the Rangers, excuse me, were a team where I wasn't exactly afraid of them. And I'm not. You know, they're a good team, but they're not, in my opinion, up there with the Lightning in terms of skill, uh, with with talent. Um, but, yeah, this was a game where 
really what I'm trying to get to say is that the Lightning did a very good job of just not getting too frustrated, not not going out there and trying to do too much, just playing within the ebbs and flows of the game. And they they basically waited out the, the Rangers. They kind of were just like, all right, let's see what you got. And they waited to take their chances, and they it paid off uh, with a Braden Point goal, uh, 532 into the third. Uh, and, and so that, that led to a rather uneventful overtime period and then somewhat of a eventful i and and you know me if you if you've listened to the show i'm not a fan of the shootout really i i just think that you know maybe you play two minute periods or something like that or you know i I, i'm not saying here let's go to ties but there's got to be some sort of better way than than shootouts that's just me i feel like at that point it's a coin flip and i don't feel like especially in a game like this uh, that, and obviously, you know, believe it or not, I'm saying this because even though the Lightning win, I, I feel the same way. That I, I don't think it the the outcome or the method of the result to get to the result justifies the play. <laughs> Excuse me, uh, but yeah. Then again, you know, I'm going to sit here and, and and wrap it up and say. A win is a win. I'm not going to complain. Um, now you go into Saturday, looking to pick up a win. Last win of the year of 2022 ended on a high note uh, against a very uh, below mediocre team in the Arizona Coyotes. A team that, though, you know, if you don't show up, uh, could definitely make it a tough matchup, a tough game for you, 100%. And I'd be shocked. Uh, if we see Brian Elliott in that there. But, yeah, good win against a, a mid-level team out of the Metropolitan Division. Uh, good to see Braden Point score again. We'll talk about him in the second segment uh, in just a bit. But first, I want to remind you that today's episode is brought to you by BetOnline.net, one of my favorite. I mean, all my all our sponsors are my favorite sponsors. But BetOnline, uh, if you've been listening to the show here or if you've been listening to Lock On NHL, I love sports gambling and I do all, I get my sports gambling fix at betonline.net. Now, betonline.net gives you the fastest, is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sports betting action. They have just up to date odds. I love them. I love the odds. I love the up to date trends, you know, whether it be in game betting or before, uh, everything is right updated. They have the best odds you could get anywhere. Uh, for every professional and amateur league out there, from pro football to college bowl season to basketball, and most importantly, NHL, they've got it all at betonline.net. They're the fastest, easiest way to get your sports betting info. So head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more. Bet online where the game starts. So once again, I want to thank everybody for making us your first listen of the day. If you haven't already done so, please go ahead and like and subscribe to the podcast. Give us a follow wherever podcasts are distributed in audio form. You could also subscribe to our channel on YouTube. Drop a comment below underneath the video. Let us know how you feel about this game. Uh, did you? Are you walking away from this game feeling good? Or are you kind of just chalking this up to kind of a... I, I guess a a back to back hangover. 
Um, I already spoke about it on the last episode, um, how I feel about the Lightning schedule. It is what it is. You know, I'm not going to sit here and complain. It's not like anything could be changed by it anyway. Um, but yeah, I kind of would have figured or someone, I, I guess, you know, if you ask any Lightning fan who watched the game from the other night against Montreal, what they thought about this game, I, I think they probably, all of us would have agreed uh, to a certain extent that this was this outcome. Well, this outcome is what we expected. The low scoring game uh, was not what we expected. You know, even though you got Basileski and Shesterkin, Shesterkin, listen, has not exactly been uh, his Vezina Trophy self this year. Basileski, first time playing a back-to-back this year. You don't know what you're going to get from him, um, especially especially with him, since he hasn't really been his Vezina Trophy winning self either. Uh, but coming off a, a good performance against Montreal, where he didn't really face that many shots, you would have figured that he would have came out and and – been somewhat dominant. Uh, like I said in the first segment of the, of the show, I thought he played very well. I thought he was solid. Um, just like in the Montreal game, I thought that he didn't leave himself susceptible to second chances. Uh, he played a very conservative yet, you know, when he needed to be aggressive uh, game in the crease. So, you know, happy to see that. But obviously the story of the game, if we're talking about individual performances, now this game was won in the shootout by Alex Kalorn. But the story of the game continues, and the story behind this team continues to be that of the play of Braden Point, who at this point, are we shocked still? Are we shocked? Are we in awe? Are we surprised to a certain extent? About how well he has played. Quite honestly, I'm not. I I mean, I I've been a huge fan of him since forever. He's one of those guys, uh, you know, and I've said it before where if he comes out and plays during the regular season, what we have seen him play in the playoffs, he is one of the, he's gonna be one of the best players in the league. And I stick by that. I 100% stick by that. And he has really brought that level of play throughout this month of December. Now, to put it in perspective, 11 games played, 9 goals, 1 assist. That's 10 goals. That's 20 on the season. I mean, that's 10 points, excuse me. On That's 10 points uh, for the month of December. 20 goals on the season. Uh, four of those goals were game-winning goals throughout this entire month. So the guy is playing phenomenal. And I made the case, and if you didn't watch the last episode, I had this discussion, and I'll continue this discussion. I spoke about how Braden Point, when he's at the peak of his powers, which, quite frankly, you know, not counting the, the postseason, I think that since we started this show in early 2020, February of 2020, this is the best we have seen Braden Point play during the regular season. We've seen spurts. We've seen him have stretches where he has gone on a roll. But since since this show has started, we have not seen anything like this. And I really start to think, and I, and I spoke about it at the beginning of the season, I really think that this is his year. 
I really think this is his year where we're going to see him start to take that extra step. And you could see it. And I was watching, you know, I was watching the game with my dad tonight. He's a big Ranger fan. And, and you know, I grew up in New York City, so I have a little bit of a still childhood allegiance to the Rangers. And I was telling my dad, and I said, listen, and it was before Braden Point took his penalty shot. I said, he's, listen, he's playing out of his mind this, this, this month of December. Uh, and you could tell, and I told him, as Point was skating in towards Sesterkin, he's skating with a ton of confidence right now. And, and I've said this before, and I will continue to echo this, sec- this sentiment for forever. Because as long as he plays like this, as long as he has the state of mind, uh, Braden Point is one of the best players in the NHL, definitely the best player on this team. When he is playing with this deadly, dangerous level of confidence that he has been skating with, I mean, there's no limit to what he could do. Uh, you know, he is. there's very few players in this league that could really go out there and carry their teams, you know, players that come to mind, Connor McDavid, we've spoken about him quite a bit on this show, a player that I look at as if you're in the laboratory trying to make a player who has speed, who has hands, ton of skill, um, doesn't really he does play physical, but not to the extent where he sacrifices other elements of his game. If Connor McDavid is you putting all your money and resources in into that experiment to make that player, and then you have enough, you don't have enough money and resources, and you're trying to get at least the next best thing. Braden Point is the next best thing in terms of that style of play. Now, Nathan McKinnon, a little bit more physical, a little bit bigger. Um, but Braden Point, like I said on the last episode, unless, like I was saying during the game today, you know, when you're looking at the top forwards in the league, there's McKinnon, there's McDavid. That's one and two. You could interchange those two guys depending on the day of the week, quite frankly. And then you have Matthews at three. Braden, I don't think it's a crazy thing anymore to look at Braden Point, especially now. Now, this might be a little bit of recency bias. He is up to the 20 goal mark. So, you know, he is gaining ground on those top guys in the league to where you will start to see the numbers speak for themselves. But he is, regardless of that, making a very strong case for him for four or five in the top five of the NHL and forwards. And that's a very impressive thing to do, given all the weapons that this Tampa Bay Lightning team has. You go from Stamkos. You go from Hagel. You go from Nick Paul. You go from Nikita Kucherov. Um, and so when you look at all of that and the guy that is shining above everybody else, at least over this entire month is Braden point. 
one's got to, you know, finally give in. The general hockey fan who might be gatekeeping the top five in the NHL, you have to look at Braden Point and give him his credit. And on a night when the Lightning weren't really able to get much done on the ice, 21 was there to at least even things up to give him another chance to win this game in regulation. And like I said, when Braden Point, it's not so much with the stats, it's what's the eye test. And thus far, through the t- through the 29 days of December, Braden Point has won the eye test, has passed the eye test every single game. So we're going to wrap things up just a little bit. Um, I do want to talk about more about this game as a whole. Uh, I want to talk about, you know, how well, you know, I, I, I'm not saying the Lightning played bad in this game. I don't, but I don't think they were overly impressive. Uh, you know, given that's, that's saying a lot considering, you know, the Rangers are a better team than Montreal. Um, but I still would have expected some sort of, of the same level of play of what we saw against Montreal last night in this game. I know it's the second leg of a back to back, but still this team had basically a week off. So you can't really say that fatigue is an issue. So we'll talk a little bit more about that before we wrap things up. But I just want to remind all of you, it's the holiday season. You're going to parties. You're you're having a couple of drinks. Some of you may be driving home. So listen, you, ha- you go to a party. You're hanging with some friends. You're putting back a few drinks. A few becomes too many. And as the evening comes to an end, People start to head out. You think of calling it for a ride. Nah, you live nearby. You can make it home, okay? That's no big deal. What are the odds you'll get pulled over anyway? And even so, what's the worst that could happen? Your insurance goes up. You lose your license. You lose your job. You total your car. You kill somebody. Everyone knows about the risk of driving drunk. The results are tragic and often deadly. However, that still doesn't stop everyone from getting behind the wheel while under the influence That's why police officers are out right now looking for impaired drivers on our roads to save lives. So it could happen to anybody. So please go out there and make good decisions. And remember, remember, if you're watching on YouTube, look me in the eyes. Drive sober or get pulled over. This message is brought to you by NHTSA. Drive sober or get pulled over. So wrapping things up, just... Once again, just touching on the game and, and actually going to answer a mailbag as well. So let me wrap that up. Let me, let me get that out of the way before I forget. This one comes from my boy, Nate Vale. He says, he asked me, what was, was, was that the game of the year so far? Now, Nate says he thinks it is. Ooh, um, Nate, you know. And I'm curious what everybody else thinks too as well. Was this the game of the year? <clears throat> you know, we have a lot of games and and you know, I'm going to do something at the end of the season. Uh we're going to talk we're going to kind of rank the top 5 games this year. Uh we haven't done that yet since we've had this show. But was that the game of the year? Honestly, I don't think so. Right now the the game that sticks out to me is the 4-3 win in overtime against Toronto in the third uh, earlier this month. I thought that was a fantastic game. I thought that was a game where the Lightning 
didn't exactly they weren't exactly perfect but they came out they played hard uh they stuck with toronto the entire game and that that's the kind of games i look at and maybe i'm a little biased because that was a division game um but nonetheless i still think that you know that game still sticks out to me you know you have a, a maple leafs team who's ahead of you in the division they get five man advantages that night. The Lightning gets six. Uh, the Maple Leafs absolutely dominate the Lightning in the faceoff circle, sixty-one percent. You have Mitch Marner in the midst of a of a nineteen game, uh, eighteen game point streak, which he extends that night. And you still come out and you play as a team, and that is something that we we've gotten so few games of this year up until that point, and was. You know, we've seen games won by a couple of players here and there, but that was one of the few games where I feel thus far this year that this team not only played hard and played against a very, very talented Maple Leafs team who I still think regardless of the depth of the the margin of points that the, the Leafs have on the Lightning, I still think that they're a very beatable team. I don't look at them as high and mighty Maple Leafs team just yet. Um but with so many weapons that the Leafs have alongside with what the Lightning have, and, and you know, they were starting – you were starting to see uh, them starting to build up to play better at that point. That was really, I think, the game that started it all in this month. And we saw the Lightning really for one of the first times all year play as a single – so I, I guess we could say a hive mind, if you want to call it that um, – and and it was very impressive, and I and I think you know this game tonight's game against the Rangers. They played well, but like I said, I I didn't get that same factor as you know we're going into this game, we're gonna at least exact our will in certain situations. I didn't see that. Like I said, you know at the top of the show, um, that I I, I think that. This was just a game where both teams were really struggling to really get anything going, and really, it it it's almost like trying to catch water and hold it in your hands and squeeze your fist. It's gonna. I, I just felt like every time a team tried to do that with this game and take control, the game would just slip out from with under their hand, out of their hands. So Nate, you know, we talk a lot on Twitter, Nate and I. We go back and forth here and there. I got to disagree with you, buddy. I don't think this is the game of the year thus far. I think that there was a lot of things the Lightning could have done better, and there was a lot less to be desired out of this performance. So you know what? There's still a ton more games left to be played, so I'm sure we're going to get a ton more game of the year candidates out of this team. Uh, they did play well tonight. Like I said, I'm not going to bash them. Uh, they still played well. They put themselves within five points of Toronto uh, and, and 14 away from Boston, which I'm not even going to think about trying to catch Boston right now. Toronto is the goal. But, yeah, this game, they played they played well. They they played pretty much an entire game without Chernak. They had five defensemen. Uh, Vasilevsky clearly wasn't exactly on point as he was last night. Um, so it was, you know, if I had to grade this, uh, a being perfect and and obviously F being a complete dumpster fire. I would say a C plus. 
I, I wasn't, like I said, I'm not overly impressed by this win. You know, a win is a win. I'm, and, you know, every single point counts, especially in this division. And so, and, and you give yourself an eight-point cushion again uh, with Detroit behind you, which I believe they were losing uh, tonight, too. I think they were down 5 nothing in their game. I think they're playing Nashville. Not too sure about that, but I know they were down 5 nothing. Um so that will help the Lightning kind of extend their lead, their point cushion, because you definitely don't want to have Detroit or Buffalo breathing down your neck. Um, as you're looking up towards Toronto, you can't be looking over your shoulder and looking forward. Uh, no way to play. But, yeah, um, I thought this this was still a good game nonetheless. C-plus, uh, good marks all around for the most part. There was one play uh, earlier on in the game. You know, I didn't want to read too much into it. There was – there was basically um, a loose puck down the other way. Uh, it came down to Heedle and and Hedman. And Hedman looked like he had the angle. And, and I know Heedle's a forward, so he's a little bit more speedy, uh, speedier than, than Hedman. But I, I just feel like in years past, Hedman would have had that. So that kind of just brought back the whole ideas. Hedman's been clearly been playing through something all season long. I think it's no secret to this point now. Uh, what it is, obviously, we won't know. I would assume it's probably something with his legs uh, that is affecting his mobility, but not enough to where it's holding him back from playing games. Um, just a little bit of a thing to watch out for for everybody. Uh, not completely alarmed, but you know, something that could potentially rear its ugly head in the future. So, uh, hopefully, you know, Headman, which I'm sure he is, uh, is taking advantage of their days off, their non-practice days, doing getting all the treatment he needs in order to make himself game ready. So uh, good win tonight, though, against a, a, a very decently talented team. Uh, Lightning win this one out based off of still, I think, veteran experience as well. Uh, and they will look towards Arizona on Saturday, 5 o'clock start, uh, at home last game of 2022. So hopefully they could pull that out. I fully expect them to. Uh, I would imagine that Brian Elliott would be in net. Uh, I was shocked tonight that Vasilevsky was in net in the second leg of a back-to-back. And I would be very, very shocked if we see him on Saturday. But who who knows? Who knows at this point? I think now all bets are off. I think you know maybe we'll start to see Cooper start to stretch him out just a little bit, um, especially after the, after the New Year. So we'll keep an eye out for that and talk about it. Uh, as it comes up. But uh, we'll be back tomorrow to talk about the Coyote game. We'll talk about uh, 2022 as a whole uh, in Bolts Nation. Uh, just a fond look back on the year of 2022 for Tampa Bay Lightning. So in the meantime, that's been it for this episode of Locked on Lightning, part of the Locked on Podcast Network. I'm your host, Adam Danker. I'll talk to you in the next